All right, Bizzlecast listeners, welcome to a Bizzlecast quickie response to the new Thor Ragnarok teaser trailer. I wasn't sure I was going to do this, but I talked to Papa Bizzle and we decided to do a quick one here. Papa B, welcome back as always. Yo, yo to everybody out there in the Bizzleverse. Great to be here. So just a quick shout out that we're entering our third year, having just celebrated our second anniversary, and Papa Bizzle being a supporter of the Bizzlecast listener and pretty much uh, Bizzlecast podcast pretty much every way possible. So thank you, Papa Bizzle, and all the listeners, I'm sure, thank you as well. Well, it's my, my pleasure. It's a great, uh, it's a great thing. So uh, the Thor Ragnarok trailer was released today, and this was a movie I was very excited about. If you go back in the podcast, and you've listened to most of my podcasts, you know yes. that I've been talking about this a lot. But you also know this because the main characters in Thor, Chris Hemsworth, and especially Tom Hiddleston, you and I are huge fans of. Absolutely. And so even though the first two Thor movies both had some problems, I personally love the first movie, especially when he's on Earth with Natalie Portman and he's lost his powers and he's just being hilarious and, you know, not a bit total fish out of water kind of situation. And Natalie's so funny and the two of them together have great chemistry. The second one, they tried to go kind of cosmic, but it was so dark and no one had any identity. And the best part of that movie was, was Hems and, and Hiddleston. Now, since those movies, Dad, Tom Hiddleston has become a huge star. Yes, he has. When were you aware that, that Hiddleston was going to be great, other than just seeing him as Loki? I, I, don't, I don't think I really recognized that he was a thing until uh, Night Manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I fell, you know, totally head over heels in love with him. Which was his, an acclaimed, award-winning, six-part miniseries on, I want to say AMC, or is it not AMC? <sighs> I think it's AMC. It's a good guess. Yeah. It's a good guess. He won an award. Um, did he end up winning the the Emmy? I can't remember if he ended yes. up winning. Yes, he did. So he ended up winning the Emmy. Uh, your girl from... Um, uh, uh, <laughs> Col- uh, uh, Coleman. Uh, from Coleman. what? Oh, yeah. Olivia Coleman from uh, uh, Broadchurch. Yes. Um, who, as we've seen, is is maybe a, a possible candidate for the next Doctor Who. Um, certainly everyone agrees on her talent. Yes. Um, and so you're kind of a super team there as well. But I just had such a hard time, uh, you know, imagining. I mean, he was my favorite villain in the comic book movie ever as Loki. I had such a hard time imagining him, although he was clearly good looking as, you know, a just kind of strapping, you know, good guy leading male. But he's now nailed it in a bunch of properties, including that and most recently, which has done pretty well at the theater, the uh, King Kong reboot. Oh, yes. Right. Right. So, he, he was a great. I mean, when you see Night Manager, he was just such a great leading man. I mean, he yeah. just it's not even a stretch for him, to tell you the truth. Yeah. And it just goes to show, you know, when, when you make him have black hair and you have pale skin and you get him to lose weight and the Loki costume and everything. Um, right. It almost looks like a different character at this point. Yes. Um, and uh, so this will be a great lead in. You know, the, the one thing other than Thor that we knew we had to have in the third movie was Loki. Um, and uh, we're going to talk about the fan reactions in a second. They all followed a pretty similar pattern, but cheering when Loki showed up on the screen briefly w- was certainly one of them. 
Um, now, just a really quick recap, Dad. Uh, now, you love Thor from the movies, but I'm not sure you've... Have you seen both Thor movies? You saw the first one, but not the second one, maybe? I, I'm almost certain I did not see the second one. I, I remember the first one, you know, pretty well. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. But I don't think I saw that second one, that dark one that you were just referring to. So, the, the first one is divisive, and the people who love it, like you and I, and the people who don't like it, the people who don't like it, don't like it for the exact reason that you and I love it, which is... Easily and clearly the best part of that movie is the middle, long middle act where he's on Earth without his powers with Natalie right. Portman and Kate Denning and Stellan Skarsgård, who's father of Alex Skarsgård. And, um, oh God, what's Floki's, uh, oh, Gustav. What's for? Uh, Gustav. Right, right, right. Yeah, and Stellan Skarsgård is a hilarious uh, Nordic actor in his own right. Um, you know, getting drunk with Thor in that movie is maybe one of the best scenes in the Marvel <laughs> Cinematic Universe. And he's, you know, be, he, they pick him because he's Scandinavian, but he's skeptical of Thor and, and you know, and, and, um, and Natalie Portman as um, as Jane, uh, you know, falls for him and, and Kat Dennings, who's great in that as well. You know, she famously calls Mjolnir the uh, Meow Meow, the uh, hammer. <laughs> Right. <laughs> keep calling it meow meow everyone yeah. now calls it meow meow yeah. uh kat dennings sort of falls for him in a platonic way uh, you know there's a great exchange where or she shows that she's not jealous that natalie's hooking up with him as long as she gets to keep seeing him you know with his shirt off or whatever right <laughs> <laughs> but i think there's this characteristic about thor and then we're going to dive into the to the trailer because dad I, I you know i think i mentioned this to you earlier this trailer in less than 24 hours has netted more hits than the Spider-Man trailer from two weeks ago that everyone was obsessed with, the Justice League trailer from two weeks ago that I wasn't particularly impressed with, but most people think was better than what expected for whatever you want that to mean. Um, you know, It's still a trailer with Batman and all the famous DC characters, and then you throw in the Guardians second and final trailer from about a month ago, and this right. minute and a half to teaser from Thor uh, for the Ragnarok movie this fall directed by Taika Waititi, who we love from Hunt for the Wilder People, is breaking all sorts of records. Um, but I think one of the thing that's one of the things that's so you know lovable about Thor is that he, you know, he's kind of like a big hunk, but he's like a teddy bear on the inside. Yes. And so I, watching the fan reactions, which I'm going to talk about in a minute or two. It, it was women, men, black, white, Latino, Asian, all over the planet. I mean, it was really a, a completely even distribution of gender, age, and race and ethnicity who all, who all love Thor. I mean, the ladies obviously huh. love Thor, you know, yeah. for, for <laughs> yeah. obvious reasons, but men, all, you know, aren't like threatened by him or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, and that's why I think it's great that they're putting him across the person who I think is going to be the second best, or I should just put it this way, th this person is going to be the best Marvel villain since Loki was introduced uh, seven, eight years ago, and that's going to be Kate Blanchett as Hela, who, whose name means hell, literally, and I, we think she, I think she's going to be the consort um, of, of Thanos, who's the big baddie, uh, the gorilla-looking oh. baddie they've been building up forever in the, the cosmic side of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, who the Avengers are going to go against. Kate Blanchett, too. You know, um, why don't we dive right into the trail here? A any final final thoughts, and we'll just sort of talk about the the ninety seconds that, that I thought were so amazing and has been just getting ridiculous hits all over the internet. Yeah, well, let's let's jump in. Okay, so w w let me just say this: uh, uh, were you uh, were you expecting anything from this trailer? I mean, you knew who the major characters were. I think you know Kate was in it, but maybe forgot. 
No, we, we had talked about that fairly recently, and you, you had reminded me of it. So I, I was not surprised to see her like I was surprised to see Jeff Goldblum. Yes, which Jeff was, Goldblum. I just, soon as soon as I saw his, his face, I was just laughing because he's, he's so yeah. funny. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so we knew she was going to be in it. it. It should be mentioned that uh, Doctor Strange, played by Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, a movie that we liked but weren't crazy about um, is going to be a major character in this. And I have to think, in some ways, he'll be feeling more comfortable because it's his second role and because he's he'll be a secondary lead, a support exactly. character. Exactly. So it kind of right. takes the pressure off a little bit. Does that make sense? Yes, it does a lot. Okay. So um, I am just going to boot up the trailer right here. So I'm looking at it, okay? okay. And I'm going to okay. talk about it as we go through. So I'm just okay. going to tell you, my, my, quickly, my expectations, which is I really like the first Thor movie, but the sh- as great as the Shakespearean drama at the beginning and the end was with Anthony Hopkins and uh, Tom Hiddleston as Loki was a little over the top and t- didn't quite connect with me as much as the middle section with Jane Foster with, uh, Foster with Natalie Portman. The second movie was just really out of sorts with a faceless, literally a faceless bad guy and a plot that was all over the place. They weren't sure what to do with Jane Foster and the whole Earth crew. It just was, it's considered probably the worst um, Marvel film. Uh-huh. Um, or at least the most inconsistent one other than the second Iron Man movie, which no one even talks about anymore with Mickey Rourke. Mm. Um, and, but nevertheless, we love Thor and Loki and a lot of the other characters that have come through. And I mean, even in the second movie, um, you know, Rene Russo as his mother was, was amazing. I mean, spoiler alert, she gets killed in that movie, but you really feel it after her not having much of a role in the first one. Great performance of the second one. Jamie Alexander, who's now a huge star in the show Blind Spot on, I think, ABC. I'm not really sure. Mm. Um, who plays like the head female warrior, Lady Sif, who's definitely going to be back in this one, probably saving Thor's ass again will be awesome. So there are good things in the Thor films. And to be honest, his performance in the first Avengers and especially the event- second Avengers, Avengers is very, very memorable. I mean, people forget he's the guy that, you know, created the vision in, in, in Avengers Age of Ultron, which was ultimately the thing yeah. that allowed them to beat Ultron and is going to help them, I hopefully, beat Thanos. And thank God he gave us Paul Bettany and, you know, as the vision yeah. of such an amazing character. And, you know, Thor always being out of place and saying the wrong thing at, a, uh, at the wrong time. Um, and, uh, you know, I think the thing that's going to work about this movie, and we'll, we'll dive into this trailer, Dad, is he's now going to be fish out of water again, like in the beginning of the first movie, but in a galactic standpoint. Oh, I see. Sort of like Peter Quill in Guardians of the Galaxy at, uh, in the beginning of Guardians 1. I see. And these two movies are going to connect very closely um, in terms of plot and, you know, getting ready for the big Avengers finale. I think Guardians is going to have some sort of ending or cliffhanger or credit mid credit sequence that will lead into Thor. Now I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember the mid credits with um, with Doctor Strange? It's it, it's Doctor Strange interviewing Thor on Earth. Yes. And Thor keeps drinking these giant uh, steins of beer, and Doctor Strange keeps using his magic to keep refilling the, the beer. Yes. For, yeah, and uh, so that takes place like in the middle of the Thor movie that's coming up. Like, oh, I see. I so see. it's kind of a cool idea. The same way we saw huh. B- Bucky in the. Uh, and the trailer uh, late and, and after Ant-Man was sort of like mid-Civil War, and we kind of came to revisit that or whatever. It's kind of a cool trick that they're using. Um, so I was just excited for a cosmic event. Now, you and I, having been Vikings fans, we know what Ragnarok means, and we know what Thor means for them in the mythology and the Scandinavians. Ragnarok yes. means the end of all things. 
but you know, and uh, we'll get to this in the trailer. I think when they decided to get Taika Waititi, they realized that going darker with Thor was not what was needed. Right. And and, and I yeah. think in, in terms of expectations, I think that the game changer for us was when we learned that Waititi was going to be uh, directing. And so our expectations shot pretty sky high because of our feelings for his, his work. I mean, Hunt for the Wilder People was one of the best films of the last five years. Right. Full stop. And if, you know what? If this had happened five years ago, I'd be like... I like this director, but can he handle a Marvel movie? But after we've seen pretty indie, you know, uh, low pro uh, directors like the the, uh, James Gunn and the Russo brothers do what they've done with their Mm -hmm. Marvel movies, I had no doubt that Taika Waititi with the support of Marvel... Would, would would do great things and i think you know what's the only thing that's left to see is whether his creative vision will make it all the way through so okay uh-huh. dad i'm i'm booting up the uh the trailer here so we start with with thor doing a narration in hell uh kevin smith who was out of his mind talking about this movie <laughs> mentioned he that he hopes thor continues the narration uh, yeah he really loved that I do too. That would be kind of yeah. cool to be telling a story like where it goes back, you know, like one month ago or something. Yeah. Okay. So Kate Blanchett, I mean, does anyone keep looking sexier and more beautiful as they get older than Kate Blanchett? No, she's, she's a phenomenon. She really is. Yeah. I mean, as, as other people have pointed out and I, I kind of thought she looks like goth Galadriel from Lord of the Rings. It's fucking <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> so she destroys the hammer. She destroys all of Asgard, which is, you know, I think how they're going to uh, resolve Ragnarok is just destroying Asgard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see these crazy, almost, you know, uh, Star Wars episode seven uh, type, uh, flying scenes. Tessa Thompson takes him prisoner. We see Jeff Goldblum. Every time I saw a fan reaction, Jeff Goldblum, everyone cheered or laughed. Yeah. Idris Elba's back with the with the uh with the dreads and the sword we've got carl urban being a, a psycho on the guns loki with his knives we don't know whose side he's on and you, you must have known when he entered the arena who, who was coming out the other side yes yeah that was great so matt matty g and i will talk more about this dad so because this is like super nerd territory but like a month and a half ago when mm-hmm. me and matt first started doing podcasts i'm sorry a year and a half ago when me and matt first started doing podcasts together and we just got to the part where he's cheering about hulk and everyone's like what yeah what it's okay it's okay <laughs> We work together. <laughs> That's a great line. And they have to go and beat up each other anyways. Right. We work um, oh, man. What a fantastic trailer. Um, but uh, I told Matty G that I thought that this bizarre Hulk thing from the 80s called Planet Hulk, where Hulk's on you know a far-flung planet and as a gladiator or whatever, was a possibility for Thor. Now, I, I admitted at the time, and I admit again, that that, that was seeded in my brain by uh, Paul Herman from Modern Myth Media. Uh huh. Who, Paul? If you're out there, I love you. I don't think he is though, because we've had some had a little bit of a uh, Twitter uh, battle, a little bit, because he was uh, he was a little bit of the part of the Jessica Jones hating that's been going on. Oh, geez. Over the last however many months, and you know his defense for Iron Fist was it's not that bad. Don't listen to the haters. Jessica Jones is overrated and boring. Blah 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 blah. So, oh, geez. We had a little bit of a falling out. Nevertheless, Paul is a sort of weird comic book savant and predicted this like two years ago on their podcast. Oh. This, this whole gladiatorial thing with Thor and, and Hulk as a possibility, and I I latched onto it. And I bought the, I bought the 
the the uh, graphic novel. It seems like a great uh, way to get those two together. Um, so that that was really funny and looks really great to me. Um, so having seen Hunt for the Wilder People, what do you think Taika Waititi's sort of main contribution, or, or not what you think, but like what, what could be a, a Taika Waititi main contribution other than just the humor to this whole thing? Well, that that was going to be my, my first response was we know that he's great with, with humor. He's got a tremendous sense of, of humor and um, – uh, so I, I assumed it was going to be the whole thing was going to be suffused with with that. Yeah, and what was great was instead of being suffused with it, like Guardians, which has so many jokes, which I want to get back to in a second, or, or Deadpool, or Deadpool, they actually hold on the humor the whole time. This trailer starts. Oh, we forgot to say the immigrant song by Led Zeppelin, who is oh. notorious about not licensing their songs for movies. I know. It's like almost impossible to get a Zeppelin song. And the way they that they choreograph this trailer to to uh, immigrant song is oh is amazing. I mean, you you just watch the rhythms of the video and how it's synced up with uh, with the Led Zepp song. It's really it's it's just great. Yeah, I mean, you know, James Gunn of Guardians of the Galaxy, who's now become sort of um, a Joss Whedon type figure there in terms of you know advising other movies and just being kind of uh, you know a, a creative voice there, mm-hmm. is known as he should be for that remember that initial guardians trailer like three years ago where they where they got arrested and we get introduced to each one of them with uh, john c Riley, right you know and he's going right. through their various crimes and you're going who are these and they're like what a bunch of a-holes and you have you know peter quill do the unwind of the middle finger or whatever that's one of the great trailers of all time but james gunn like a month ago teased that he thought this was the best marvel trailer he had ever seen so i'm like going oh okay um you know, the, something. The, I'm sorry. The other thing about Watiti um, that comes to mind, thinking back to Wilder People, is he's really good with uh, with hyperbolic stuff. So you know the way that story resolves towards the yes. end uh, with with the army, and then <laughs> he gets you know gets gets really hyperbolic, but he handles it so so beautifully. It, it just you know you just you just eat it up. You just buy right into it. I'm so glad you mentioned that, Dad, because I remember during that final scene, so I went into that movie going, A, I heard this movie's great, and the previews look awesome. B, everyone says this movie's great, so I'm looking forward to it. And C, I know this guy's supposed to direct the next Thor movie. That, that's what I knew, okay? Mm-hmm. Within two minutes, when you meet Ricky, you're so in the movie, you forget everything else going on in the planet. I mean, yes. him and Sam Neill, who, by the way, Sam Neill's in Thor somehow. Yep. You just lose yourself in those guys. But I remember like towards the end of that movie going, I am loving this movie. I have no idea how this guy's going to direct Thor. And then all of a sudden you have this huge chase scene with like tanks and jeeps and cars. <laughs> and like, that, that movie was made on like a couple million dollars. You know, yeah. I remember watching that being like, I know Thor's in space, but this guy knows how to work a budget, you mm-hmm. know, which is important, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. And that, that was, that was one. Hi, Cece. Cece says hello. Um, I, that was one of the uh, calculations with the guns who are mostly known for their work on community. The TV show was that they yeah. tended to do the more cinematic episodes of the show. Um, uh, and so the, you know, even though the budget was still relatively modest, the studio could tell what kind of cool action e scenes they could do uh, with it. And my TT definitely showed it there. Um, so I want to compare this to Guardians, um, mm-hmm. and I'll just say, I've probably watched over two dozen reaction videos today, which is not normally my thing, but mm-hmm. when I realized how viral this thing was going, and seeing the cover photos of the reactions of these like fan sites of, you know, some who have like a few 
hundred subscribers. Some have a few thousand subscribers. Um, you know how it is on YouTube. I mean, it's much easier yep. than it is with podcasts to get to get a yes. following because just people spend yes. so much time on YouTube. But anyways, so I, I started watching these these things, and it's fascinating, Dad, because what is the most honest response you can get from someone? Right? Is their immediate reaction? That's right. And you can tell these people weren't lying. The only reaction trailer I watched where it was clear the person had watched it before was Kevin Smith, who admitted he had watched it four times already. Yes, yes, right. And he was still losing his fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Smith was like, take my money, take my child's money, take my family's money. Kevin Smith said, quote, one of the greatest things that has ever happened to the civilized world, unquote. (laughs) <laughs> Kevin Smith, and, and, and I'm telling you that every video was exactly the same. They cheered for Jeff Goldblum. They cheered for Kate Blanchett. They cheered nice. for um, for Tom Hiddleston. Definitely, everyone loves Loki. Sure. Um, you know, the only complaint was we want more Loki, but we're kind of happy that they're hiding it from us. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone was thrilled with the Hulk, and what was great was everyone cheers when you watch the reaction. Everyone cheers and yells when the Hulk comes out, just like Chris Hemsworth does. But you're like, wait, why is he cheering? He has to fight the Hulk. And then he drops his whole line <laughs> about them being buddies or whatever. You know? right. I mean, that, right. that, that was a total Deadpool moment, right? Uh, total. Break, breaking down the fourth wall. I right. guess what I was saying earlier was, knowing it was Taika Waititi, I thought it was going to be jokiness throughout like Guardians of the Galaxy. And yet he mm-hmm. saves it up for one final joke. And people just belly laughing watching online, their response <laughs> when they saw it for the first time. That's great. Did you feel like this felt too... Um, I'm doing all the talking here, of course. Um, did you just feel like this felt too Guardians of the Galaxy-like um, in a way for you? Because I, no. I noticed the influences, but it still feels really distinct for me. Yeah, it. Uh, I, I really... I really didn't uh, have Guardians intruding in my mind at all as I was reacting to the trailer. I mean, it just seemed completely different. Um, and... Uh, Maybe even more different from the second trailer uh, that we've just seen uh, with Guardians, which makes me a little queasy. I'm, I'm not crazy about yeah. that Guardians, uh, that trailer that we've just seen in the last, what's it been, last two weeks or last four weeks? Yeah. Um, um, they, they seem to be trying too hard to, to top the first one in, in the trailer. So, anyway, there's a couple of possibilities. They're trying too hard. Um, it's possible that they gave away a lot of their good jokes in the first trailer and they didn't want to give any more really good ones in the second. Oh, okay. Um, I actually don't think the crew of the Guardians has as good chemistry as seemed like the, was the case in the first one and it's going to yeah. be made more noticeable with the new additions to the crew, which I don't think anyone is, is going to love as much as the original. Right. I also think the whole sort of Guardians treatment that we got in the first movie... Uh, it was self-referential towards comic book movies, but now it has to be self-referential towards itself in addition mm-hmm. to the fourth wall stuff it did in the first one, which is why I don't think Deadpool 2, two is going to be as good as one. Yes, right. So with Thor Ragnarok, when you have just a tiny bit of fourth wall stuff, which, by the way, Thor has always had mm-hmm. because he's such an over-the-top character, but Hemsworth is such a lovable guy. And Thor is not afraid to make himself. I mean, I was just saying, Chris Hemsworth is not afraid to make himself look a little like an idiot, you know. With Thor being kind of good looking and and cool and good hearted, but a little dumb, you know. Right, and and he's you know he's self effacing like like Deadpool is as well. So that that really lends itself to the fourth wall thing because they're they're kind of m- m- making fun of themselves. 
Yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't really thought about that. The fact that this could end up being more Deadpool-y, the humor, in some ways, yes. than Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Yes. Now, I, I do want to say, um, and then we'll do final thoughts and we'll wrap up, that... Um, there is some Guardians, clearly visually some Guardian stuff, but it should be said that James Gunn has admitted, and if you know anything about the Thor comics, that Guardians takes a lot from the the super cosmic um, uh, Thor comics from the 60s, 70s, and 80s in particular. Mm. And as Kevin Smith pointed out and some others, there's some shots in the new trailer that are straight out of the Jack Kirby uh, Thor um, from the early 50s and 60s, you know, the, oh, the, cool. the co-founder was Stan Lee, another Jewish yeah. guy, Jack Kirby, um, oh. you know, who, who, who came up with the Thor idea, who, by the way, also, and Stan Lee came up with the Doctor Strange idea. Now, other authors and writers took those to a new level, but those two guys were still behind the whole thing. Hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, they're, t- they're taking straight from Jack Kirby paintings. I have to think Taika Waititi was a fan of this comic book to begin with. Yes. But to bring it all back around, really the main reason I wanted to bring you on, in addition to just be super excited about this and talk about it a little bit, is that... You know me about Spider-Man. I've never been excited about Spider-Man. I thought the Spider-Man stuff in Civil War was overrated. I think he's an overrated character. This goes back to when I was a kid. You know, mm-hmm. I was reading the super serious political X-Men stuff, which is about like the Holocaust and genocide and dystopian futures and but also about racism and acceptance and, you know, being a being a smart teenager in a world that doesn't accept you. I mean, there's so many cool themes with X-Men and Spider-Man yeah. just like a dick, you know. Yeah. He's just like this douchey <laughs> annoying teenager. Major. Right, right. And I think they've cast a guy who's not super douchey and annoying. Um, you know what I mean? W- w- yeah. Which is great in Tom Holland. Yeah. Of course, he's English, you know, because let's be honest, they have all the great young actors. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, um, but uh, I-, I think Spider Man's going to do well because Spider Man always does well, but I've never really liked any of the Spider Man movies. I haven't been into it growing up. Guardians, I love the first movie, but I- I'm not sure that it's a, it's a two trick pony. Exactly. I'm I'm going to be holding my breath a little bit when we go to see uh, Guardians 2. So, I mean, I guess it's not that much of a surprise that this would be the case, but seeing this amazing teaser trailer, it's clear, I think, of all the movies this year, although we are excited for Wonder Woman, of all the comic book movies, non-rated R, because Logan was great, of the PG-13 comic book movies, I think Thor Ragnarok has always been the one I'm most excited about. When they added Taika Waititi, it was a lock, and now it's a super lock. Yeah, yeah. I just had, a, like I said before, I mean, I had a lot of confidence when, when I learned that Waititi was doing it. I just felt that he, he was going to pull off something special because what a special director he is. So I'm yeah. I'm very optimistic about this. Yeah, and you add Cumberbatch and Elba and Carl Urban and Mark Ruffalo and Anthony Hopkins and Teresa Thompson and Sam Neill and, and Ray Stevenson and Jeff Goldblum. I mean, yeah, this is just an incredible cast. But all all, all the movies have incredible casts now. In but this one I particularly like. I particularly like this cast. And by the way, after um. Uh, at the top with Hiddleston and Blanchett and Hemsworth, they have Cumberbatch and Elba. So I think we're finally going to get some real Heimdall, which is Idris Elba's character. Mm-hmm. Um, I tease a little nerd stuff here. Uh, this isn't a spoiler, people, because it hasn't been confirmed. But if you don't want to know anything about the Infinity Stones, you should close your ears now. 
is that the one Infinity Stone that hasn't been revealed, if you remember Doctor Strange, they revealed that the green gem that's in the Eye of Agamotto that he's wearing was the Time Stone mm-hmm. uh, that's going to go in Thanos' sort of gauntlet thing. And there's one left, which was the orange. I had speculated that the, it was going to be with Black Panther, which you and I will have to talk about at yeah. a future date, because that's yes. the one that's really going to be amazing. And uh, yeah. I, I kind of like the notion that there will be momentum from Thor going into Black Panther a couple months mm-hmm. afterwards. is kind of a yeah. cool thing. That's cool. Uh, is really cool, um, but the uh, some people are saying the fact that it's you know Hinda has orange eyes that he that the it's in oh, him or he has oh. the sixth one and that's going to be part of what you know Kate Blanchett's character Hella and whoever else is is going after and why Doctor Strange is going to get involved and whatever. Um, so we'll have to see that how the Infinity Stone plays out. Part of me would like the the cosmic stuff to reach out and touch Black Panther a little bit, and the fact that it's only a few months before the Infinity War movie, you'd think they're going to do some setting up in Black Panther, but I also like the notion of, I'll just throw this to you as a final question, we have so much cosmic stuff going on with Guardians and Thor, it would be kind of cool to have a straight-up Africa Black Panther movie in February. Oh, I mean, how exciting is that going to be? I mean, it's going to be just phenomenal i think yeah and the fact that you know ryan coogler chadwick boseman lupita nyong'o and michael b jordan and a huge cast of talented black actors is going under the radar i think is is a huge bonus for them yeah it's gonna be really special my guess is we're gonna see um some people thought they weren't going to release the Thor teaser until uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. They decided to release a little early, uh, uh, as our buddy Kevin Smith suggested. It's a little fuck you to keep upstaging DC Comics, which I wouldn't be surprised about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we'll see a Black Panther teaser during Spider-Man over the summer, would be would be my guess. I see. Because we've seen nothing other than some, some, uh, some sort of... Um, some just artwork or whatever that looks amazing. The, the right, Wakanda right. kingdom that they're going to do a shout out, by the way, um, the 12th and final issue from Tana Hisi Coates. He of the million award winning journalist writer, um, black Panther writer just finished a 12, uh, month run is amazing. And now they're moving to Harlem and, uh, yeah, dad, you'll have to, we'll have to have you back on for, um, our defenders podcast. If you are, uh, if you're open to it with, yeah, uh, look forward, with I would look forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what, what is the, uh, I've been doing all the talking here. What, what's, what's one thing in, in Thor that you would love to say that maybe we haven't talked about yet? It could be totally hypothetical. Oh God, I don't know. I mean, I'm just look forward to, uh, watching all these stars in these roles in, interact. I mean, I can't even imagine what Dr. Strange is going to be like in the midst of all this and, and, and a bigger role for, for Hemdahl and it's and, and Blanchett. I mean, it's going to be just great watching all, all these, uh, all these stars and characters colliding. Is your, is your gut feeling that in the end, uh, Loki will be a good guy or a bad guy? I think, I think a good guy. Cause most people think he's going to die either here or in the Avengers final movie. Oh, I see. You think a good? Yeah, I think a good guy. I think everyone thinks that because he is a good guy deep down. I mean, right, right. Yeah, and and, and Kate, Kate will be a bad, a really badass, based at least based on the trailer. I mean, yeah. she looks wicked. Well, you know, in the comics, um, Thanos's female obsession is just named Lady Death. And he does everything for her. That's his one weakness, as powerful as he is. My guess is, again, not having listened to nerd podcasts for a while on this subject, that they're going to combine Hela and Lady Death, and Kate Blanchett's going to be the object of Thanos' nice. affection. 
I see. And she's going to end up actually being the worst bad guy than Thanos. Um, and you know he's going to do everything for her, and she's the one that just wants the whole world to, to end, to burn. If that's the case, I mean, they picked the perfect actress. Perfect, right? Um, so we're gonna we're gonna get to see this win. So, and th- this is the hilarious part. So, oh, November. This comes out November third, I think. Yeah, November third. I see it now. And two weeks later, Justice League comes out. Oh God. So let's assume Wonder Woman is pretty good, and people see it. Okay. So if you're DC, would you rather come out two weeks after the Thor movie or two weeks before the, Th- the Thor movie? It's an interesting oh, debate. before, right? Before. So you would at least get two weeks of business in before Thor just stomps on your throat? Right. Yeah. Well, that's not going to happen. Thor, uh, Thor is about to hit 9 million views in about 14 hours, um, which is more than the Guardians Galaxy, more than Spider-Man, way more than Justice League. So they're going to be after. So that means they're hoping that the third weekend of Thor will be significantly worse than their first weekend, which I don't think is a great bet for them. No, it's not. Especially if it's like Hunt for the Wilder People, which is a touching and hilarious and exciting movie that you just want to see over and over again, which is what made the Avengers so successful. Right. I I, I guess just, and we'll close on this because we like talking box office, you know, going into this year... It, for Marvel, it was pretty much assumed that either Spider-Man or Guardians would be number one, and they'd both make over a billion, and then Thor would be number two. Mm-hmm. But based on the star power, and based on how much people are digging this uh, trailer, and based on the fact that Thor is very popular as a character, even for people who don't love his movies, I've often said, as you know, Papa B, that I think Hemsworth has had the biggest level of difficult, highest level of difficulty. Yeah. Yes, right. Of the three major guys, because Chris Evans is playing himself. Yep. And yep. how can you not love Captain America? I mean, he makes it a better role, but, you know, it's Captain America. Robert Downey Jr. is basically playing himself. Yep. I don't think Chris Hemsworth is necessarily playing himself, you know? And, yeah, and it's such a broad character to make that character so lovable and so relatable to, again, all genders, all sexual orientations, and so forth, I think is a really cool thing. And on top of that, Thor The Dark World in mm-hmm. 2013 with such a flawed movie made $650 million worldwide. Oh, I hadn't remembered that. Wow. Which was barely beaten... Four that. months later, five months later, it was barely beaten by Captain America Winter Soldier, which made like in the low 700s in a movie that's one of the great movies, period, of all time, let alone comic book movies. Thor The Dark World almost made that much money. So there's something about the Thor brand that really yeah. pulls people in. Yeah, and there wasn't that much Natalie Portman in it. There uh-huh. was a little bit more Idris Elba, who's definitely getting pushed more up front. But yeah, absolutely. There's something about the Thor brand. People love Thor and Loki. And I see. as I, I see. said, you know, Thor and Loki in the comics are way less interesting than in the movies. So this is one of those properties that's just made for the movies. And right. I think we're going to maybe see Taika Waititi get to do multiple of these movies, uh, assuming, assuming they can get Hemsworth um, in particular to agree to extend his contract, because these guys are all meant to be done. But right. I I think because it's only now that Thor is hitting his stride that there is a chance that they could convince him and Hiddleston to stay on sure for another movie or two because Cap has had such an epic journey Iron Man's been in a bazillion movies it makes sense for them to move on but for for Thor this is the Thor movie we've all been waiting for and uh it certainly looks colorful 
Oh, it's. I think it's. I think it's going to be terrific. And you know, we've been surprised so many times with box office stuff. Um, something we thought would be more up was more down, and so who, who knows how to predict? But boy, you sure would think if if two made six hundred and fifty, that this this ought to ought to be flirting with the uh, yeah the big B. Yeah, and I'll leave with this, which is just November's been very kind to this sort of otherworldly stuff. Uh, Lord of the Rings, oh, Harry right. Potter, and The Hunger Games in November's for the last 15 years have been incredibly successful, right. as well as Doctor Strange and Thor. Remember, Doctor Strange was November last year, so now you're getting Doctor Strange in a Thor movie with the Hulk and all these characters. I, I think Disney is going to have, you know, Beauty and the Beast is going to hit a billion if it hasn't already. Mm-hmm. In these three uh, Marvel movies, Spider-Man and Guardians, I mean, Disney's going to have straight up four live action mm-hmm. billion dollar movies this year, which it's never had before. I mean, it had like wow. a few last year or close to it, but that included, uh, you know, animation and, and stuff yeah. like that. These are all right. live action. I'm just looking at right, Beauty right. and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast at 976 million, <laughs> 270,767 worldwide. Wow, look at that. Um, you should check it out, Dad, if you get a chance. It's, yes. it's really good, and Emma Watson wow. is, is just amazing, and she's very easy to watch, and she just it's great. Good. And your guy, Kevin Klein plays her dad, who's awesome. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yep. So, all right, well, thanks for being on, even though I talked the whole time. That was, it was helpful for me. That uh, no, was fun. A lot of fun. Awesome. We look uh, I, I, can't, I, I can't wait. I can't wait till it comes out. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. And if Guardians is better than we think, which we're definitely going to see in the theater opening yes. weekend, if Guardians yes. is better than we think, then we'll, we'll for sure do a podcast about it. But I think, you know, Logan set the bar so high. And then we saw Ghost in the Shell, which we haven't even had time to talk about. I mean, we've just seen a couple movies this year already that have set the bar really high for films. Really high. Yep. Yep. So we will see. All right. Thank you, Pablo Bizzle. Thank you, listeners. And we are out.